Hi, I'm Rami. And I'm Shannon, and this is a workplace side hug. Side hugs are short, sweet, and to the point mini episodes where we give you quick advice or workplace hacks to get you what you need, hopefully right when you need it. No matter what kind of hug we're giving you here, the goal is always the same. Help us all build our workplace toolkit with a whole lot of empathy without a whole new degree. So, Rami, this week we're talking about an Instagram listener submitted question around negotiation. International. <laughs> Inter- international. <laughs> Rami's been making fun of me because I made like an asterisk. I was like, this is from a Canadian. More just to like be considerate that there might be some cultural or like just workplace differences. <laughs> yeah, Fine, we want to think about it differently. Okay. All right. So anyways, yes, this is from a listener in Canada. This listener is asking us to have a conversation about negotiating raises. And in her little blip, she wrote something about like valuing other benefits or time off instead. So we're going to try to touch on like negotiation tips in general, but but also like the creative elements of negotiation, like beyond salary, like how do we negotiate some other things? So Rami, what is your first tip when it comes to creative negotiations, if you will? Uh, That everything's negotiable. So I think people, and we've talked about this before, people think when I'm negotiating my um, new contract, the thing that comes up the most frequently is salary or it's start date. And I think people think like those are the two things that I can really negotiate or title. But I think you can really negotiate everything. So my only advice is if there's something in there you don't like, talk about it, right? And pick your things that you want to talk about and talk about those. You can't negotiate every single thing, but you could probably negotiate most of them. And I think especially if you got to the point where they're giving you an offer, they want you, right? And so they will work with you to come up with a good solution. Uh, so I will throw you back to episode 43. Listen to it. It's all about negotiating. But I will start by saying everything is negotiable. Well, and maybe let's give listeners uh, a list here of what are some examples of things that you can negotiate on. So uh, so I, I can start us off. So like the first one that everybody thinks about is your base salary. Mm-hmm. The second is like um, bonus structure. Yep. Uh, for, for folks who may be early on in your career, you might not know that like in a lot of corporations you have STI short-term incentive bonuses that are based on like annual performance, but then you can also negotiate things like long-term incentives, like over the course of years, how the company is doing and what you want to make time off would be an example. Uh, if you work for a smaller company who pays for your health insurance, at least in the States, because health insurance is, yeah, I won't go there. (laughs) Um, so retirement, that's the thing that I've seen negotiated Mm -hmm. in smaller companies as well. Like, uh, how much percent match will they fund your retirement? Or is that something that you have to fund? Uh, hours that you're working in a week, when you're available, when you're not. Vacation time. Did I say that already? What else? Would vacation you, time. Okay. What else would you but say? Right, I think to Shannon's point, everything's negotiable. So yeah. anything that comes on that contract, comes on that offer is negotiable. And even the ones that aren't on that, right? Nobody's saying these are the work hours. So we expect you to work from... Um, X to, to Y. But I think that's something that you can say, like, here's how I will work. And this is just how it exists. And that maybe isn't even something that is negotiable to you. It's just more of a, a boundary that you're going to set from the beginning. But it's all negotiable. Well, and I think to, to clarify, too, this is a person that asked about negotiating raises. So my sense is like, this isn't about an offer coming to them to go to a different company. This is like, how do I negotiate on an annual basis or whatever? Like, 
would I want something to change in my current position or role? So keeping that lens in mind. But I think the yes. same rules still apply. Just mm-hmm. wanting to, yeah. This applies to you too, our beloved Canadian listener who wants to stay in your job. <laughs> okay. So uh, while Rodney said that everything is negotiable, and I for sure agree with that, my second tip is to get really clear on what you actually want here and what is truly most valuable to you. I was telling Rami before we started this episode that I think, uh, candidly, I, I get annoyed when people focus on money too much or salary too much because I think you're looking at life with a very narrow lens. It's like we put a 5x multiplier on salary and we put like a 0.5 multiplier on joy, satisfaction, uh, pleasure, your your work experience, if you will. So keep that in mind and get clear. I think an example that I have two examples that come to mind here. I had a client recently who's been really fed up at her role and asked for a raise, got like a $20,000 raise with a promise for a $20,000 bonus, which was a lot of money to her, like on her base uh, at the end of the year. Just to be fair, that's a lot of money to most of us. Well, I'm just, but like, I'm wanting to put it in context of (laughs) like, like, but like, this was a lot. Uh, and, and she w- felt really great about it that day. Three weeks later, she still quit her job, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, <laughs> be clear with yourself on what you actually really want here when you're negotiating. If you actually really want more time with your kids, get more time with your kids. Don't make it mm-hmm. about the money, thinking that then you can buy whatever other, like, thing you're trying to want. You can't always buy what you want. If you want time, you can't buy that. I mean, whatever. Maybe you can like go get shipped to do your groceries or something, but like deep down, you can't buy it. So be clear about that. So the advice here is don't be one-eyed Bart. Money, money, money is not everything. Who the heck is one-eyed Bart? <laughs> don't you remember from the beginning of Toy Story? It's Mr. Potato Head. And he goes, money, 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 money. I don't remember that at all, but that's amazing. Leave it to Rami with the incredible movie references that I never, Toy Story. ever one-eyed Bart. pick so up So don't on. be one-eyed Bart. <laughs> saying money 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 i mean unless that is really what you want and that alone would make all the difference in the world on the flip side maybe to argue both sides here i can imagine clients who are paying off a crazy amounts of student loan debt and like Mm -hmm. they really love everything else about the job but they really just need to make more money to make it make sense i got that for sure again just be clear about what what you're actually after so you don't negotiate some awesome raise and then still quit three weeks later. I mean, it's not a bad thing if you do that, but just, you know, be clear. Yeah. Uh, my piece of advice is to manage those boundaries. So whatever you do negotiate, hold them accountable to it, right? If it is, I want every day to be able to leave at five because that's when I want to go home and take care of my kid. Hold them accountable to it, right? Like you negotiated for this. Make sure you get it. So I think with whatever it is that you're negotiating, because think about this, if we're talking about other benefits that you can negotiate for, and you're, you're negotiating that you want an extra week of vacation or whatever it is, if you negotiated an increase in your salary, they are going to give you that increase in your salary. There's not going to be you going back to them week after week saying, hey, we talked about this, like, I need to get more money in my paycheck because you told me you were going to send me some more money in my paycheck. There isn't going to be... Uh, an accountability issue there. I think when it comes to any other piece of what you could get in this type of negotiation of other benefits, you may need to hold them accountable and you have to be ready to hold them accountable because they agreed to it. So I think that's the big piece is 
hold them accountable to whatever you've agreed to. That is an outstanding point. I love that. I love that. Because uh, I can think about times where it bit people in the butt, where they didn't negotiate for the money and they went for something else. And then, yeah, it didn't. Expectations weren't stand stood up to there. Okay, so speaking of expectations, I promise I didn't do this on purpose. My next tip is to make sure that you're aligning on expectations. So this is really like before you try to negotiate anything, here's, here's a process that I might recommend to you, knowing that you're trying to get some sort of raise, whether that's monetarily or otherwise, from the organization that you're already working with. Outline in advance what you think in its outstanding job performance would be. Take that to your leader confirm that they agree with you that they're like, wow, yeah, if you did these things this year for our organization or for our customer service, or if you if you delivered these metrics, wow, that would really just be incredible. And confirm that they think that that would be worthy of insert whatever you want to negotiate on here. Then and only then ask for the raise. Or other benefits. Or other benefits. Yes. Sorry. Look at me making about the money. (laughs) Always like one-eyed Bart, money, money, one-eyed Bart. Now I've got to go watch Toy Story. Darn it! It's literally the first like it may be like in the first forty-five seconds. Sweet. So I only have to watch the first forty-five seconds. Got a money bag. (laughs) Um, Rami, what's your last tip? My last tip is uh, actually a new thing that my brother had sent me. So I've worked in a lot of small companies, and they've always given us unlimited time off. Unlimited time off sounds so nice, right? Like. Oh, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get my full weeks of vacation. Like I'm gonna do this. You end up taking less because you're working so much. So he sent me this tweet from this company, and I don't remember who it was, but it said, "We used to have unlimited time off. We're getting rid of it now. It's mandatory time off." Oh, I love this. And so the idea for this company is, if you're a more junior employee, you will take one week off unbroken twice a year and it like q q1 and two you have to take one week q2 and three you have to take one week now you want to do them all together great but you have to take an unbroken week off now as you get further along and you have more experience it's it it gets to quarter so per quarter you have to take one solid unbroken week off of vacation it is mandatory the company aligns to it and i think that's something that's really important in a startup to actually have that conversation about upfront because it's such a load of crap when a company says you get unlimited time off and then you look at your year and you go, well, I I took four days off. Yeah. What's unlimited about my four days where any other company would have to one, let me accrue my time off. And then two, if I don't use them, start paying me for them. Right. Where here I get nothing and I have no benefit of having not taken time off. So that idea of mandatory time off saying, look, if I was in another company, I would get four weeks off. So my expectation from right now is that this year I'm going to take four weeks off. And you're going to see me take those four weeks off because that's what I need. I really love that. And it reminds me of... There's some Instagram graphic that I saw recently that had like maybe five or six bullet points. I'll try to find it, listeners, and share it on our stories. Uh, But it was like five or six bullet points. It was like, a company says this, example, unlimited time off. And what they mean is, we're going to be working you so hard that you're never going to take time off. Exactly. (laughs) And it was hilarious because with every example in that post, I thought, oh, shoot. Yeah, I can totally see how 
that translates when I think about company cultures that advertise that kind of a quote benefit. Mm -hmm. I love this idea of mandatory time off. Okay. So to wrap it up here for us, here are the couple of tips that we've offered you. First, remember that everything is negotiable. Some things are more than others. Get it in writing no matter what. Tip two, think about what you actually really want here. What is really important and valuable to you. If it's time, ask for time. If it's money, ask for money, so on and so forth. Tip three, manage those boundaries. Hold your company accountable to what you agreed to, especially if it's a non-monetary reward because those can get slippery. Tip four, align on expectations in advance. So think about what you think an outstanding job performance would be that would be worthy of the raise in whatever format again it is confirm that they agree and then ask for the raise tip five think about negotiating mandatory time off versus just unlimited time off or something like that i love it so with that we'd love for you guys to connect with us on instagram at workplace hugs feel free to dm us uh and we can talk through these things with you guys Um, And with that, I've been Rami. And I've been Shannon. And this was a workplace side hug.